Hello, and welcome to the Daddy Saturday Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Batts. I'm also the founder and chief dad officer of Daddy Saturday and the Daddy Saturday Foundation, where it's our goal to impact 10 million fathers in the next 10 years and to end the fatherlessness epidemic. We do that through this podcast and many other channels by helping fathers be more intentional and engaged with their kids to raise good kids that become great adults. This podcast is designed to bring you the best in parenting and fatherhood, dad tips, tricks, even dad hacks to help you raise those good kids that eventually become great adults. We've got a real treat for you here on the podcast today. Make sure you subscribe and stay tuned for future episodes where we always have dynamic and impactful guests. And our guest today is going to be equally dynamic and impactful. I can assure you of that. His name is Swish, uh, Manu Goswami. Swish and I met, uh, gosh, it's been over a year ago now at a Masters of LinkedIn conference. And I have just followed Swish on LinkedIn. And he has a what he calls a multi-hyphenate career. And when I read this intro, you'll know why. He's a serial tech entrepreneur. He's an entrepreneur's entrepreneur. He is the CEO and founder of TrueFan, which we're going to talk a little bit about. Such a cool concept. He's a LinkedIn youth editor, three-time TEDx speaker. I've done one. Swish has done three. And he's also a UN youth ambassador. He's been recognized and giving multi-awards for entrepreneurship, Canada's 20 under 20, and also Fortune and Forbes. It is my pleasure to welcome to the podcast, Swish. How are you, buddy? Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, you bet. Well, look, it's uh, such a good time to talk as, as you and I just collaborated on a project where we sent a father, Tim Farah, and his daughter, Ariel, up from Charlotte, North Carolina to Toronto, Canada to take in a Blue Jays game and have a, an ultimate true fan Daddy Saturday experience. Um, why don't you talk about that a little bit, Swish, and how that came to be? Absolutely. Um, I mean, look, the impetus when we created TrueFan about a year and a half ago was let's reward people who are genuinely passionate about a team, a player, um, or just a brand. And so when I thought about what the MLB told us, you know, MLB, Major League Baseball, they reached out and they said, hey, we want you guys to use these two tickets, find a really passionate fan who has a really cool story. I remember talking to you about that and you were like, hey, why don't we just reward a dad? Because dads are super cool. They obviously sacrificed a lot. And especially the dads that are linked to the Daddy Foundation, I thought that would be super cool. So when Tim came out, you know, we flew him up. I was a little like, oh, man, like he's going to enjoy the game. But is he going to be good on camera? I don't know. Let's see. But throughout the entire process, from him getting to the airport in Charlotte to him being at the game and even after, he was documenting the entire thing with photos and videos. When he got and he came on, on camera in Toronto, he was just a supernatural guy to talk to, very, very authentic. So he was just a perfect person, I think, for us to reward and for us to give something back to. Yeah, and you know, it's I had the pleasure of knowing Tim personally, and one of the reasons why I recommended Tim was because before he became a biological dad, which he talks about in his story, mm-hmm. he and his wife fostered over 20 children, mm-hmm. right? So just self-sacrificing and self-serving, and Tim also has a cool connection with baseball in his past, and as most dads do, as a, as a tie into America's pastime, and so you know, I thought one of the coolest things was some of that documented footage where you had Ariel uh, there at the end and she's literally on the airplane for the first time. And she's like, where we're going? She's like, we're going to Canada. (laughs) But you could just see Swish like in the moment of that child, that is a, a moment she will never forget. That was a memory burn, right? And for her and her dad to have that time together, 
just a, a very special moment and experience. So certainly want to thank you and True Fan for, for making that happen and look forward to more. I agree. Same here. Honestly, I'd love to be able to collaborate more with you guys on, on doing something more. Well, Swish, you've been, you've been well regarded and renowned as, as an expert in media and technology and as an entrepreneur. And we have a lot of, of fathers and, and parents who listen to this show who are also entrepreneurs and business owners. And many of them are trying to manage that tension between work and home and being a parent and also starting a company. And you know, you've done it successfully multiple times and now with TrueFan. Uh, what are some of the, the secrets, secret sauces or secrets to your success as an entrepreneur and, and how you manage and balance some of that time? I know you don't have kids yet, yeah. uh, but at the same time, you're, you're still a you know, busy entrepreneur and there's some, some learnings that I think we could glean from that. For sure. I think that the two things, one is being agile and agile is something that I would define as an intersection between speed and execution. Um, I think a lot of people get very fancy with the idea that they're working on and it prevents them from working very quickly and at the same time also ex executing at a very fast level. So especially in the early stages of a startup, you cannot be obsessed about small failures that come up throughout the day. You have to just keep moving and always have a mentality that when I go to bed, I need to feel happy by just moving the needle slightly. I'm not looking for a big win every single day because that's going to tank your mental health, but I'm looking for just a small win that I'm able to go to sleep and feel good about. The second thing I think is very, very important is being able to have a strong base of mentors, whether they're investors or advisors or just mentors in general around you. For me, I mean, TrueFan is actually pretty interesting because it's the first company that I ever raised a seed round for. We're now at 12 people. It's the first company that I've ever had that has had more than 10 people. So there's a lot of unknown territory that I don't really know too much about. And that's where I've had to go and consult people that have done it before that can tell me, here's how you effectively raise a Series A. Here's how you manage a team more than 10 people. Here's how you go about fostering proper company culture and not losing the core integrity of the company when it started off. And those are all things that you can only learn really other than YouTube, but more effectively, I think you can learn it from people who've done it before. Man, what you just said, you're set up to be a great parent. <laughs> if you just take those two principles and carry those forward. Yeah, there's so much in what you said. And that's exactly what I was hoping to draw out of you because there's a lot of correlations, right? And when you look at parenting and, and what you said first about entrepreneurship, clearly, um, it's the same with parenting. There can be a lot, of, a lot of times, I feel it all the time, every day with four kids, I feel like I'm constantly failing as a parent, right? There's difficult situations, there's challenges, there's uncomfortable conversations. Um, it, it just gets, it's hard, it's demanding. But you focus on those small wins, I call them micro wins, and you, you have a few micro wins every day, and you create that margin, that space to do that. And when you add all those up, that's what ends up being your resume as a parent at the end of the day, right? That's how you raise good kids that become great adults. It's a culmination of those micro wins. So clearly a lot of correlation there. And then I think the other thing you said that's also phenomenal is having that group of mentors um, in parenting. And one of the reasons why I wrote the book and created Daddy Saturday is because there is no manual for, for parenting, right? I learned more from my dog, which we got from Toronto, by the way, um, Weekend, our, our mascot. And we picked him up in Toronto I learned more from the breeder about my dog than I did when I ever had any of my four kids. There was no manual, right? Mm -hmm. And so surrounding yourself with mentors and people that have been there before you that can speak life into you and, and be positive and, and show you the path, I think is so critical. So two great things and principles in entrepreneurship that clearly also apply to parenting. 
I agree. I agree. I mean, I haven't, I haven't been a parent yet, but I can definitely tell you just looking at what my mom's done for me. I mean, she's been an entrepreneur uh, pretty much my whole life, you know, just figuring out how to balance her full-time work with me and all of the challenges and unknown territory that come with raising a kid. It's, it's just, it's baffling to me how people do it. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's, that's also interesting because so often we find that a lot of entrepreneurs, they, they learned it from their parents and, or they saw entrepreneurial trends in their parents. So clearly that came from your mom in, in your case. Why, why don't you tell us a little bit more about that? Did that, did your mom being an entrepreneur inspire you to want to go down that path? Totally. I mean, look, my mom's actually an unconventional entrepreneur. She's what I would call a social entrepreneur. Um, and I talked about social entrepreneurship in my first TEDx talk, but what it really comes down to is not having this incredible focus on revenue. It has more of a focus on impact and directly making impact even at the expense of losing money. So for her, what's really neat is she's been an English teacher now for about 25 years. And she could easily go into a prep school, she could easily go into university, and she could be making six figures. But she decided to take a massive pay cut to start up a nonprofit that effectively is teaching immigrants and refugees that come to Canada for the first time how to speak English. So she is a superstar, both in my life and I think in the lives of many, many other people. Um, and just learning a little bit about why she does what she does is something that has trickled down to every company I've started. Like even with TrueFan, I mean, you know, the MLB video, like we lost money on that video. With the Raptors video we did before where we rewarded two people for finals tickets, we lost money on that. But at the end of the day, and I think you'll agree with me on this, the general impact that we made is going to surpass any amount of money we could have made there. And that's awesome. And it's so cool to see how the the social impact that your mom has made and in the world and your community is also tied into you. And now you're looking to make that same impact in the businesses that you're starting. And, you know, you've, you've talked about some of the people that you've gotten the, the real blessing to speak alongside. I mean, you've spoken alongside Gary Vaynerchuk, Richard Branson, some really amazing people. And a lot of those people have some of those same interests. You see a lot of them also having that social impact piece and it's more than just about money. And we're seeing that a lot more today, not only in business, but I think in family too, right? Where parents are starting to realize that if I get to the end of my road and all I've done is, is have a career and I don't have that time or those memories with my family, then I'm missing out. And that's a regret that I'm going to have. So I think there's a lot of parallels there as well. Um, so speaking of which, you've spoken along some, some major people. Um, what, what influence or how have some of those mentors in the business community shaped you, Swish? Um, outside of your mother, maybe a Gary or a Richard or, or others? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, so like, first of all, Gary, I think, has been pivotal for me for, for a lot of reasons. Uh, I, I started following him about three and a half years ago. Um, he was at probably around 300,000 subscribers, nothing as much as he is now. He's a superstar now, pretty much. But, you know, for me to be able to meet him when I was in New York about two and a half years ago, and then to be able to speak with him and develop a fairly good bond with him, um, it's just been great. I mean, I think I think Gary's the type of person that I normally call upon if I ever feel lost um, in terms of my career path and where things are going. Um, I haven't talked that much to Richard Branson. I think he's insanely busy, and I don't know if he has time for someone like me yet. But um, <laughs> but at the same time, I mean, I think the thing that I like about Gary is even though he's a massive superstar, he genuinely does care about his community, and it's something that I've actually taken and implemented in my own life with LinkedIn. You know, I genuinely do care about my social community. I try as much as possible to meet them using meetups. 
Um, I try as much as possible to reply to every single comment, not because I have to, but generally because I, I like having that engagement and, and that two-way street formed with my, with my community. Yeah, Gary certainly is, um, is very generous with his time and certainly with his wisdom and his content. And, you know, he's also in, inspired me. I've followed him for a long time as well. And he's the reason why we launched the Daddy Saturday Alexa skill, mm -hmm. because he talked about how important that was and how the future is going into voice and how... You need to have that. And one ways, one of the ways we tried to reach millennial fathers in particular was through the use of technology. And Gary was really the one that spearheaded that and just listening to his advice and counsel. So with that in mind, you're right in the middle of this, you know, millennial generation and the use of technology and, and social media. And there's all this debate right around, you know, it's addictive and there's positive components to it, but there's also this huge negative piece. And it's a social experiment that no one really knows how it's going to end up. And you seem to have found this sweet spot in how you're using it to grow your brand, to grow your businesses, to connect with others and create a sense of community. And certainly, you know, as a curator of, of great content, uh, maybe give the audience some advice or your thoughts around how you use digital technology and social media appropriately and, and how they should do that as well. Yeah, I think the three tips that I talk about when it comes to building an audience for whatever, for your own personal brand or for your small business or whatever it is, is one, consistency. Um, I think a lot of people come onto social media, they're ready to go, they feel the adrenaline, they, they want to post, they start posting, they don't get that many views and then they quit a week later. Um, I think the big thing around consistency is noting that a, first and foremost, you are posting content, not necessarily for other people, but for yourself, pretty much. Like when I look at my LinkedIn, I'm getting things off my chest. I'm getting ideas that are in my head and I'm sharing it. And I'm pretty much creating a catalog of my entire year's thoughts through my LinkedIn, which I think is really cool because, you know, in 2020, if I want to look back at 2019 or 2018, I can do that and I can see what was buzzing in my head at that given time. The second big thing you got to keep in mind is content, right? So with content, you know, a lot of times I think people will come in and they'll immediately start just sharing articles, for example, on LinkedIn without any, any reference on who they are or more importantly, what their take on that article was. So for LinkedIn, I think the big thing you want to do is you want to be as personal as possible. You know, it doesn't mean you talk about your personal life. It means that even on the professional end, when you're talking about issues, you talk about how it relates to you. You talk about your key takeaways or your opinion on a particular article or on a particular issue. The third and final thing, which I think I have done the best, and that's why I really do regard myself as somebody that knows a lot about social, is because I really place a value on this, is community. You know, I, I genuinely do in, enjoy replying to every single comment that I can going through my inbox and trying to reply to people. Early on, when I started off on LinkedIn, I would get on five-minute calls with people that commented on my post to just say, hey, thank you so much for commenting. I want to learn more about you. Because the next time they see my post, then they'll feel like, hey, I actually know Swish. We got on that five-minute call, and I actually know he's a human being and not just an avatar sharing content. So community, in my opinion, is the most important piece. Oh, Swish, that is so good. You know, what's amazing about the, the first thing that you said is that I've never thought about using it almost like an online journal. Mm -hmm. And really, that's what it is. If you look back, it's like your your LinkedIn diary, if you will. And you've got all those thoughts, all those ideas that you've now journaled uh, publicly for a year. Great tip. I'm going to steal that. I hope our audience does as well, for sure. 
And the other thing I heard you saying, and I think is also so critical, is you just don't use it simply to post. There's an interaction. There's a community piece to it. And I think that's, that's part of what we've lost today and what our children are also losing and experiencing or lack of experiencing now in this generation is they don't have that sense of community. And it's, it's almost like a one-way transaction instead of having that additional contact or even in interpersonal dialogue. And so I think that's critical. What, what I tell my kids and what I've instructed through Daddy Saturday is, and I'd love to get your thoughts on it, it's, it's my recommendation that kids don't just be, and parents encourage their kids, not just to be consumers, but to be curators and produce content. Mm -hmm. And if they do that, then they're using the platforms appropriately. If you're just consuming it, then that's where a lot of the problems can arise. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I agree with that. So Swish, um, two questions for you as we, as we wind down this amazing interview. Um, one is more of a fun question, and it's a question I ask all of my guests. And um, up there in, in Toronto, you'd, you'd have to go a little bit of a distance, but maybe on one of the lakes up there, you could do it. So you got a big enough boat that you got to put a name on the back of it. Uh, what do you name your boat, Swish? Honestly, it sounds like such a narcissistic thing, but I just name it Swish. I'm a huge basketball fan, and at the same time, too, my full name is Karochish. People couldn't pronounce my name, so I decided to go with a new name, Swish, and I think I'm doing a good job so far of spreading that name, so Swish would be the name I would put on the boat. I love it. <laughs> Keep consistent with the branding. Exactly. Uh, that, that was a slam dunk answer, so there you go. And, and finally, um, before I ask you where people can find you, um, any remaining thoughts or comments you'd love to leave the listeners with? Um, I know that when you think about um, the, the state of, of just our, our world today and, and all the distractions and all that we have going on, and, and as an entrepreneur, um, talking to parents who are also a lot of them entrepreneurs, any final thoughts you would leave them in terms of uh, Swish's wisdom? Definitely. I think there's two things. Um, both fall under the same theme of getting started. But if you're an aspiring entrepreneur, please, please, please take some time out, not just to plan a lot, but to go and get user feedback immediately. I've actually seen that as the more important thing to do early on is write down your idea, look at the competitive landscape, look at the market, do that for a week or two weeks. But right after you do that, go out and start talking to people about your idea. Don't feel scared about people stealing your idea because at the end of the day, it doesn't come down to the idea, it comes down to speed and execution and being agile. The second thing is on social media. If you haven't posted, please try to post. And I think a lot of times people are scared of what other people are going to think about them. So a very quick hack to that is instead of sharing your own thoughts immediately, why don't you share other people's thoughts? Interview people and just share a quick paragraph on what they said about a particular issue or take a one minute video with someone asking them a question and recording their answer. There are ways to get around that fear than just not doing anything at all. Oh man, that is so good. And Certainly what I've done here, right? I've just hijacked all your wisdom for the last 20 minutes and you've made me look a whole lot smarter <laughs> by being on the show. So I wish I thank you. I thank you for your friendship. I thank you for your partnership and look forward to many more opportunities where we can help fathers be more intentional and engaged and take advantage of some real true fan moments. Tell us where people can find you and learn more about yourself as well as true fan. Definitely. Um, true fan. You can go on truefan.io. Um, that is our website, T-R-U-F-A-N. And then for me, you can reach out to me on LinkedIn, uh, Swish Goswami, S-W-I-S-H, and then G-O-S-W-A-M-I. 
I'm actually quite responsive. So if you don't hear back from me, just be a little patient, but I definitely will get around to your question. And I can vouch for that. So thank you, Swish. Appreciate you so much being on the show. And as always, be intentional, be engaged, raise good kids that become great adults and make it a great daddy Saturday. Till next time, thank you so much.